Hello everyone! Welcome back to Capes and Japes. Um, it is so bright outside at 4 p.m. We're, we're doing it. We're getting there. Woo! Um, I'm gonna apologize so bright. for any weird energy that I might have. Um, I got a little sick from my nephew because he is a child who goes to school and so he is sick yeah. all the time. Um, and you know how sometimes, like, most most of the time when you get sick, like, focus gone? Mm-hmm, mm -hmm. But, like, every once in a while, hyper-focus? Uh-huh. I have been craft all day, so I have just, I have just broken out of the hyper-focus to eat lunch and do record, so we'll see how this goes. Okay, all right, sounds good, sounds fine. I'm making shoes! <laughs> Are they the cursed shoes? They are the cursed shoes. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm glad you were able to channel hyperfocus, sickness hyperfocus into this cursed, cursed, cursed thing. I'm doing eyelets right now for, Yay, for lacing eyelets. up the shoes. <laughs> well, while uh, Briar is working on that, I... I'm here to talk about uh, Cloak and Dagger. <laughs> Could you imagine if I was working on the shoes right now and I'm like, yeah, I'm working on eyelets. And then like, you're just talking about Cloak and Dagger and I'm like, tunk, 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 tunk. Tunk, 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 tunk. I was like, oh Don't yeah. Me. Cloak, tunk, 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 dagger, tunk, tunk, tunk. <laughs> Love those guys. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I I will be hopefully switching to embroidery once this hot water warms up my hands. <laughs> Your big old mug of hot water. It's my mug that says Crystal Daddy on it, full of just oh, was... hot water. Delicious. Um. Anyways, yes. Uh, cloak and dagger, because we have not talked about it yet, and I've been thinking about them. Uh, since. We were doing Obsidian, uh, and Briar was like, I've always assumed that he's black, but I think it's just because I'm thinking about Cloak from Cloak and Dagger. I mean, um, they have similar vibes, similar powers. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, also, like, he's got... Todd has a shadow form, and, like, most of his outfit is, like, blue and then cut out bits and then the shadow form is like black so if you never see him like not in his shadow form it's like well maybe this is just stylized but no yeah no he is a white man yes um but uh cloak is not uh cloak and dagger are <laughs> marvel I, characters i was gonna say which brings up a whole other can of worms about black men and not having bodies in comics it 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 really there's gonna be a lot of can of worms to unpack so j right off the gate uh cloak is a, a black man and dagger is a white woman that is gonna be relevant when we talk about how some of these dynamics play out um and like there there are, like, some characters who are, like, frequently paired together who we've done in, like, their own episodes, even though there's overlap. Cloak and Dagger 
they kind of have to be one episode. <laughs> there's like really there's no separating them. <laughs> there you do not separate them. Um there's truly nothing if we nothing to cover in individual storylines but besides maybe like a couple of issues where somebody separated them, which you should not do. Um so they um were created um by uh artist Ed Hannigan and writer Bill Mantlow. Um and uh Bill Mantlow is an extremely sad story that we are not gonna get into on this podcast right now, currently. Um you might have seen his name around. I feel like I've been seeing it. It does the rounds like every time like new Guardians of the Galaxy stuff come comes up and people are talking about. It. They're like, "Wow, Disney is making so much money off of Rocket Raccoon, who Bill Mantlo also co-created, and almost none of that is going to Bill Mantlo or his family." Um, but uh, Cloak and Dagger are two of the. Uh, the probably the other two most well-known characters that he had a hand in and uh they were from his account pretty much just like entirely his creation um he said uh that they like they sort of just like the concept came to him fully formed after he had been on a visit to Ellis Island um and he uh, was writing Spider-Man at the time. So these two characters were first introduced in uh, an issue of Spider-Man uh, in 1982. Uh, so the story, Cloak uh, is a black teen named uh, Tyrone Johnson, usually goes by Ty. Um, he's from Boston. I have to love and appreciate all comic book characters who are from Boston or near Boston. But, uh, he, uh, he's a black teen. He has a, uh, like a stutter. Uh, he runs away from home after, uh, his friend is, killed by the police uh because they think that he uh robbed a store when he didn't and Ty is there and attempts to speak up for him but his stutter makes it so that he can't really explain anything and the police shoot his friend um he runs away from home uh dagger also a runaway uh completely opposite background which is you know part of the point there's gonna be a lot of you know <laughs> yin and yang light and dark kind of dynamics in pretty much everything that they do um dagger uh is also a, a teen her name is tandy bowen um her mom is uh extremely wealthy um, and extremely neglectful. Um, they're from, I think, Cleveland. Uh, and she 
leaves home because she's sick of her mother not paying attention to her. Um, and the two of them both end up in New York City, because uh, it's a Marvel comic and everything happens in New York City. Um, also, it's a Spider-Man comic, so... Also, it is a Spider-Man comic, yeah, so that's where Spider-Man is. Um... It would be wild if two characters were introduced in a Spider-Man comic, but, like, it was Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. It's like, Peter, why are you in Ohio? <laughs> eh, it's photography what? camp. Oh, okay, well, that sounds fun. Sorry it's being interrupted by, you know, supervillain activities. Um, He's used to it. <laughs> he's like, ah, oh, here we go again. Um, so, uh, the two of them... Uh, Meet in New York. Um, Ty is originally planning to steal from Tandy, but somebody else steals from her first. And then he stops the thief and gives her stuff back to her. And then they become friends. Um, hey, man, that's my mark. Hey, uh, buddy. Um, Nobody can steal from my mark. <laughs> um, and while the two of them are... Living on the streets, they get, uh, kidnapped, um, by a, uh, a man named Simon Marshall, who is working for the mob, um, creating, like, experimental drugs, uh, and... Who better to test them. on than runaway teens? Yeah, exactly. Testing them all on, like, teen runaways who are living on the streets, who they can just uh, do whatever they want with. And uh, so far in this process, uh, the, the teens, all of the teens that they've tested on have been killed. Um, so they... Kidnap the two of them, they inject them with these drugs, um, and they manage to escape, um, but, uh, after they escape, they discover that they have developed superpowers, um, which, I, I mean, <laughs> T Tandy has developed superpowers, Tyrone has developed, some would say, more of a curse. But, uh, their superpowers are obviously, uh, given their whole vibe. Cloaks are darkness-based, uh, and Tandys are light-based. Um, it's, they establish that, uh, like... Cloak is connected to a dimension called the Dark Force, which is... It's always uh, a dimension. <laughs> there's always a... Because this same thing happens with Obsidian. Is there like, oh yeah, there's like a shadow dimension that he gets his power from. It's just a dimension made of shadow. Um, the Dark Force is a thing that was created before uh, Cloak, so it's not made up for this. And there are like other various characters who like either like draw their power from it or are like affected by it in some way um but uh the way that cloak works is that uh 
his cloak is basically a portal into this dimension and he can use it to teleport but he teleports by like traveling through the dark forest and then coming out where he wants to appear um and he can also like use it to contain people inside of it um either to uh you know, hold them, imprison them temporarily, or to just, uh, leave them in there. (laughs) If it's, uh, you know, quite bad. Um, he, uh, also has, uh, he can, like, move, like, phase through things, you know, like a shadow. Um, and he has a, uh, what's described as a hunger, like a a metaphysical, spiritual hunger, um, that is only quelled by, uh, the presence of Tandy, um, who gets light powers. They also, um, she is tapped into a dimension called the Light Force, which that one, I think, might have been created just, like, for this. Because I don't know if there are any other, like, characters who are involved with this. But, uh, she can, uh, tap into it to create daggers, uh, made out of light. Which, uh, I don't, like, they don't physically, or they do physically hurt people, but they don't, like, cut people. They just kind of, like, drain them. It's, it's radiant damage. Yeah, they do. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. They do radiant damage. Um, And uh, she can also, I think, create kind of, like, uh, some other, like, light effects. Um, And she, if she doesn't, like, siphon off like, some of this power, it, like, runs the risk of, like, building up in her, and she explodes, maybe? Um, so that's kind of how it works, is that she, like, feeds some of her light to Ty, and it, uh, satiates his, like, metaphysical shadow hunger. Um, they also, I think this is a later thing, but they, like, establish that, um, like, entering, uh, Cloak's cloak makes you, like, see and experience, like, all of your worst fears. Ah, um, yes, the nightmare horrors. Yeah, you know. You know. You know. Um, and Tandy can, like, show people their, like, hopes and desires by, like, touching them. Um, and I think she can also, like, use her powers to, like, heal people um, if she chooses to instead of uh, stabbing them, stabbing you, stabbing you. Um, so the um, they end up with these uh, powers that kind of, like, kind of binds them together, but it's, like, a, sort of a running theme that, like, 
Ty feels like he needs Tandy more than like Tandy needs him and he like feels bad about it. There's something very like, it does feel like the kind of thing that like if they were created now, like the, uh, there would be a certain brand of TikTok girly who would go like apeshit about it. There's like, like a real, like, it's like kind of a romance trope, like persistently, but it's definitely having a real moment now of like, you know, like brooding, like damaged, dangerous guy who's like, oh, I, I, you know, I need you. Like your touch is the only thing that can heal me. Like that sort of thing. Um, which is like that angle of it is played up or down depending um but they also um develop costumes um well cloak doesn't really have a costume he is he sort of is the costume he's a bit he's a big cloak um and uh dagger has this like one piece like all white catsuit which has a uh dagger shaped cutout in the front of it um and when uh she first they first appear the dagger shaped cutout is uh a little much um like it's like it's the 80s like a lot <laughs> a lot of the front of her costume in a way that is like how is that possibly on your body magic magic um and then there are like some later redesigns that like tone it back like a little to where it's kind of like like two narrow like collarbone kind of cutouts and then one sort of like cutout down the middle of her body um so it's still dagger evocative, but it covers at least most of her. Um, and they are supposed to be teenagers, so. You know Comics lo like, loves a sexy teen. It's a problem. Comics love a sexy teen. Um, she also gets a, like, a glowy uh, white mark around one of her eyes, um, which is, like, it, it, I think it's it's just a ring around her eye, but I've also seen it where it's sort of like moon shaped, which like is kind of a cool look. Um, Thoughts but if I could have a little glowy moon around my eye, I know, right? Freaking dream. Um, once they uh, discover that they have these powers and are like you know recovering from. Uh, the drugs and the experiments and the trauma and the, you know, shock of discovering that they have these powers and figuring out how to deal with them. Um, they, uh, take up shelter, uh, with a priest. Um, and they've, uh, they've, they've stayed with like a few different priests, um, over sort of the course of their, careers it's like a recurring theme one of the priests um i think we mentioned this briefly a while ago um is actually tandy's uncle they stay with for a little bit and he uh also shows up in uh 
New Mutant as the priest who is helping uh, Karma and her siblings, who they, like, go to, you know, for help when they first get to America. So, he's a very, he's a helpful guy. <laughs> um, but uh, once they have things figured out, they are like, uh, okay, we need to, um, we need to start a war on drugs, basically. Um, so they start, like, fully killing drug dealers, uh, in New York City. Um, and- Is this what brings them to Spider-Man's attention? <laughs> yeah, you could say that, yes. Yeah, um, as it turns out, uh, Spider-Man's like, like, hey, whoa, why are all these people dying? Why are these people dying? Um, and, like, like, obligatory disclaimer here, like, we know that, like, the, the whole drug situation in America is much more complicated than there are evil people on the streets selling drugs to children and you need to get rid of the evil people. Um, it's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of social interplay happening. uh, Anyway, support your local weed man. Yeah. Support your, you know, your local weed man, support, uh, harm reduction. Um, you know, there's a lot, a lot a lot was, especially in the 80s, there was a lot to unpack with all of that. Um, but it's also comic books that tend to um, have, like, kind of a straightforward morality when it comes to those kinds of things. Um, and the drug dealers that are depicted in the Cloak and Dagger story are horrible. Horrible, horrible people, and I don't blame Cloak and Dagger for wanting to kill them. Um, it's, it's just, it's a lot. But yes, they are, um, doing vigilante justice, uh, on these drug dealers, and Spider-Man finds out about it, um, and he's like, guys, you can't kill these people. Um, they, you know, obviously, like, they explain their whole story to him in this like first appearance and you get like the flashbacks to what happened and it, he brooklyn 99 cool motive still murder cool motive still murder um he's like it really really uh really sucks that that happened to you but i cannot let you kill people i'm spider-man um and uh there's it like the story like ends with it ends on a very weird note um because first of all they have this sort of funny exchange where um dagger uh basically electrocutes a man to death um and uh spider-man's like hey um and cloak's like he deserved to die and spider-man's like well a lot of people deserve to die but you don't get to decide that it's like okay hold on peter (laughs) hold on um, but, uh, it ends on this, like, very, very weird note that makes me kind of uncomfortable, where, uh, Peter is, like, appealing to Tandy specifically, and he's like, 
Dagger, listen, like, it seems like you don't really want to be doing this. Like, you know that this isn't the right thing to do. Um, and she's like, I don't know. May she's like, maybe you're right, but I, uh, I can't explain to you why, but I have to stay with Cloak. Um, and, uh, Cloak's like, come on, we're leaving. Uh, and Peter's like, hey, you, you can't, you can't tell her what to do. Um, and, uh, Cloak says, whatever chains shackle us together are mutually imposed. Um, which is- Okay, but that's a sick line. <laughs> no, that's a, it's a badass line. Like, that's a cool thing to say. It, Imagine but, like, you're Spider-Man and some teen just goes, <laughs> whatever chain shackles <laughs> is mutually imposed. Like, I would just leave. I'd, I'd be, be like, like all right, damn. You know what, buddy? Yeah. I don't know what you're- got. Yep. All right. Got me with that one. Um, yeah, it's it's cool as hell. It's just, like, the vibe of, like- Hey, young white girl, is this black man bothering you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, hey, I'm I'm a white boy and I'm doing the right thing, and I think that this black man is has exercising too much control over your life. And it's like, oh, she sort of wants to go with him, but she can't. It's like, okay. Um, yeah. That so don't love that. I it it's much much less the case like in other stories i feel like like there's that element of like of like you know the tie being like oh you know i feel bad about like how i i i need her to survive and i'm like dragging her into this you know darkness but like most of the time tandy's like pretty fine with it tandy's like no i know i like even uh, if we didn't need each other, like, I would still be hanging out with you. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I like you and I care about you and I, would, you know, want to help. Um, so after that, um, they do get their own um, ongoing series uh, where they are, like, still mostly focusing on... Uh, like drug dealers and like organized criminals and stuff like that um not not really murdering them for the most part um outside of that they like they show up in a lot of other books in like kind of the 80s and 90s they're in they're in sort of a weird place where there's not a very obvious fit for them because it's like like, they're dealing with, you know, drug dealers and, like, the mafia and stuff like that, which, like, would kind of put them with, you know, Daredevil, like, Luke Cage, like, that kind of street-level stuff. But they're, like, a little too super-powered to be, like, aligned with that. Um, and they, like, they help Spider-Man out a few times, but it, they're, like, kind of a weird fit as Spider-Man characters. They end up tangled in a lot of X-Men stuff. Which we'll get into. Um, they show up in a, I think, relatively early New Mutant story um, where uh, Roberto and Rain get uh, like kidnapped and injected with the same drugs that gave Cloak and Dagger their powers. 
uh, and Cloak and Dagger have to show up and help them when they start going, like, out of control. Um, they, um, also, uh, like, they team up with the Power Pack. Um, they, uh, eventually, because they show up in a few New Mutants things and, like, sort of, like, implies that they're, like, X-Men aligned. Like, they get invited to join the school and they say no. And then at some point it's revealed that they, uh, are actually mutants. Um, and that the experiments, like, accelerated their mutation, basically, and, like, amped it up. And that's why they were the first people to actually survive, because they had these, like, latent mutations that they didn't know about. Um, they, um, there's, like, a brief period, um, where, uh, Dagger is blind. Um, I'm not sure. It's, uh, it doesn't, it's in one of their solo series, and I think whenever the solo series is, uh, like, cancelled, they kind of, uh, abandon that, um, but for a little bit, it's, like, a pretty major, uh, part of her storyline is, like, dealing with her, you know, blindness and trying to figure things out. Um, they also, um, (laughs) they have a an encounter with a demon, uh, called Despair, um, like the, obviously based on the word despair, but not spelled like the word despair, because that would be too easy. It is spelled D-apostrophe-S-P-A-Y-R-E. Um, I hate that, (laughs) for the record. (laughs) I was about to be like, well, I hate that. <laughs> yeah, I hate it. I can't, I, I, I can't, I cannot stand it. Um, but he is a, uh, d- I guess it, not necessarily associated with any one character. He like crops up in a lot of stuff, probably more like magic stuff than non-magic stuff. Um, and, uh, he tells uh Cloak and Dagger that uh he was actually uh like influencing things behind the scenes when they got their powers um and he infused them with parts of his soul um called like the dark form and the light form um i i guess for funsies um Look, I mean, if you're a demon, I assume you're going to be alive for a long time. You're going to get bored. You're going to get bored. You're going to see some teens going through trauma and be like, what if I just threw some other stuff on there to see what would happen? Um, and I, I think what he says is that, like, their innate mutations would have given them the opposite powers of what they have, but because he got in there with his dark form and light form, it switched it up, um, and now they're not as powerful as they could be, um, because their powers got swapped. 
Um, and which is like, okay, wh- why? Hey, do you think he's racist? <laughs> he gives him this whole speech. They're like, why did you do that? He's like, oh, I'm super racist. <laughs> I mean, I thought a black, black man, man having light powers, light powers? Was uncool. <laughs> they just like, dude, aren't you like? older than the concept of race and he's like i can learn <laughs> i can learn and i'm a demon so everything i learn sucks um tandy is uh on her own for a little bit um in like like very early 2000s during uh marvel nights um because uh cloak runs off and uh is like no longer able to like control his hunger and is just going around like pac-manning uh all criminals into his cloak um and uh tandy uh teams up with the marvel knights uh to help find him which was a uh it was like an imprint that Marvel had that they kind of uh outsourced to uh Joe Quesada's event comics um that uh there because of a lot of things that were happening financially um with Marvel in the late 90s um but uh there were like a series of titles in the Marvel Knights imprint. And then there was also a team called Marvel Knights um, that Dagger was on um, along with uh, a bunch of other characters, including Black Widow, who she ended up uh, becoming really close with and who ultimately uh, helped her uh, find Ty and calm him down and get his powers back to normal. Um, and they uh, are, no, are no longer separated. Um, they show up in Runaways, which is where I first encountered them, um, where they are basically hired by the LAPD um, to be like, hey, you guys were Runaways. Find these kids who are also runaways. They uh, definitely need your help because they're in trouble. And it's not that we're corrupt and working for their evil parents and we're trying to drag them back. Um, and Tandy and Ty are like, of course, we'll try and talk some sense into these kids who are in trouble. Um, and they uh, end up fighting. The uh, runaways are able to explain to them what's actually going on. Um, and they're and like, wow, I Dagger. can't believe the cops lied to us. I can't believe, hey, Cloak and Dagger, you guys were living on the streets for a long time. You should know how this works. Cops fucking lie. Ty's whole backstory, um, like... Yeah. But uh, the runaways explain to them what's happening, and Cloak and Dagger are like, oh, holy shit, the cops lied to us. Like, we're definitely on your side and we will, uh, help you. Uh, and then they end up, uh, getting their memories erased immediately after this. 
by the runaways' evil parents, so they can't help them. Um, and they encounter them again because Ty gets his memories back, and he's like, "Oh shit, those oh, kids, shit, those kids." Um, Tandy, we then, gotta help those kids. What kids? The kids that our memories got erased about. Yeah. Um, and then he also ends up needing their help because uh, Tandy is in the hospital. Um, and there's a creepy dude stalking her who, like, like stole- He did steal Cloak's powers. I think he gave himself Cloak's powers somehow. Um, and they need to, uh, fight a creepy dude. Um. What creepy behavior? I'm gonna steal- I'm gonna steal the, um, powers of the other half of your coin. Um. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Get out of here. Um, they, um, they're part of the, uh, X-Men Utopia, uh, storyline, um, that's happening in, like, like, two, like, late 2000s, maybe early 2010s. Um, they first, uh, join, uh, Norman Osborn's Dark X-Men, and they're like, why do you... We're, like, barely mutants. And he's like, well, come be on my Dark X-Men team. And they're like, fine. And then uh, Emma eventually brings them to join the actual X-Men team um, and live on Utopia, um, where they are with the X-Men for a while. Um, They uh, team up with, with, you know, help them out with some various x-men things um in 2010 uh there is a one shot where it's uh revealed by doc nemesis um mutant scientist uh that he did some tests and uh in fact cloak and dagger are not mutants they were never mutants it was actually just the drugs uh that gave them their powers. Um, this is interesting, uh, because this is very shortly before the Cloak and Dagger TV series that they were making for, uh, Freeform was announced. Um, they're like, we don't have the rights to mutants. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, this is the exact same thing they did with Wanda and Pietro when they wanted to put Wanda and Pietro in Age of Ultron. And they had, like, suddenly it was revealed that they were like, oh, you're not Magneto's kids. You were lied to. (laughs) You're not mutants at all. Um, so, I mean, maybe it's not related, but it does seem interesting. (laughs) Um, given that, like, the idea of them being mutants got brought up, like, many times before this, and they were on the X-Men team. Um, seems kind of out of nowhere but who maybe they were like we got too many mutants i mean that's why they said they did no more mutants is they were like there are too many mutants um so who knows but uh since then there have been like there was at least one comic where like the solicit text referred to them as mutants um but they haven't like been on Krakoa or, like, done any 
X-Men adjacent stuff in the past few years, which like, you know, again, there are mutants who are not on Krakoa or like involved with X-Men stuff. Molly Hayes has not shown up on Krakoa, much to my chagrin. Um, Imagine Doug and Molly hanging out. But, oh, (laughs) yeah, it's so cute. There's also, there's this like whole, like, um, this whole squad of like, younger like molly aged mutants like laura kinney's little sister gabby is like i think about well molly would probably be older than her at this point i don't know how old molly is but they're like close to the same age and it would be really cute (laughs) um it's just i think it would be fun um But so I am not sure where we stand on them being mutants now. Obviously, if it was a legal issue, I think that it is fine because, like, like Marvel is back to having the rights to mutants so they can do whatever they want. Um, But I'm not sure. So question mark on that. Um, During uh, Spider Island, (laughs) which is a... uh, um spider-man crossover where a bunch of other superheroes get spider-man powers um and uh i think there's also some giant spiders um involved i mean why would Uh, you call it spider island and not have any giant spiders yeah exactly um they get their uh powers swapped by a villain named Mr. Negative, um, who is a Spider-Man bad guy who was, uh, introduced in, like, the 2000s and during, like, Dan Slot Spider-Man, who, it's revealed, uh, also got his powers from the same experiments that they were doing on Cloak and Dagger. This is kind of, it's, like, a kind of a low-level version of how, like, how many characters, like, got their powers because someone was trying to replicate the super soldier serum. It's like, I got my powers from the cloak and dagger drugs. Um, but, uh, he got, he ended up with a, uh, once again, um, like an evil personality and a good personality. Um, and, uh, also when he switches into evil mode, he, um, goes, like, black and white photo negative. Like, you know how that looks? Um. Yeah, which is probably why it's called Mr. Negative. Yeah, which is why it's called Mr. Negative. It's not, um, just because he's a real bummer to be around, but he is also that. Um, he, uh, is able to switch uh cloak and dagger's powers um so that uh you know uh well first he just switches dagger's powers to dark powers because uh he like found out that like there's like a prophecy that dagger is gonna kill him and he like instead of trying to kill her or do anything i mean i don't know i haven't i have not read this so i don't know what his reasoning is he switches her powers to dark powers. And then uh, Cloak is like, wait, you also have to switch my powers because she's going to die if she doesn't have anything to feed off of. Um, and Mr. Negative's like, sure, I guess, and switches Cloak's powers to light powers. <laughs> um, so 
they do this and um cloak is able to um when cloak goes to like you know feed tandy his like light um he kisses her um and then after they've uh both there's like there's an explosion when like their powers like collide aggressively and like after they've recovered um their powers are still switched but you know tandy's like fine she's not like dying of darkness hunger um and they have an exchange where um uh she's like oh you kissed me and he's like yeah, but I just needed to, you know, like, be as close to you as quickly as possible to, like, save your life. And she's like, oh, okay. And then they end up kissing again. Um, which, like, I'm, I don't think I'm opposed to these two, um, being, like, romantically involved. Um, but I think it's more fun if, like, nobody outside the two of them knows quite what the deal is. Um, like, I think it's very funny if, like, everybody who interacts with them just, like, leaves the conversation being like, so are they, like, together? Are they just <laughs> friends? Is it, like, some sort of, like, queer platonic thing? Are they, like, what is happening there? Um, like, I think they can be dating, but I think it's more fun if we don't know if they're dating or not. If they don't tell anybody that they're dating. If, yeah, they don't tell anybody. Somebody's like, oh, you two got together. And they're like, we've, we've been dating literally since we met. Like, could you imagine if it's just like, te like 10 years from now, somebody's just like, hey, Tandy, do you want me to like hook you up with my friend? And she's like, I'm married. And they're like, what? <laughs> to who? And it's just like, <laughs> just, Ty like, just holds up a ring mm -hmm. and she's like wait what you guys are married yeah we've been married for like 15 years <laughs> <laughs> at a certain point it became common law and then we figured you know might as well just go to the courthouse yeah you know <laughs> um yeah exactly exactly what I want um they um switch their powers uh back um there's like a spider-man storyline where it's like they're evil for a little bit because like mr negative is like mind controlling them um and they still have like swapped powers um and then uh peter is able to uh like free them from mr negative's control and also uh restore them to their original powers. Um, so they are back to normal as far as I know. Um, again, they haven't shown up on Krakoa or in any of the current X stuff. I don't know, um, where they stand in terms of the mutant thing. Um, they did get, uh, they had like a, what, Marvel... Marvel Unlimited. They had like a an, a digital like uh solo series around the time that the TV show was coming out. Um and then the TV show got canceled 
after two seasons. Um, and I haven't watched it, so I, you know, can't really, uh, speak to it. Um, so I don't know, uh, what they've been up to since then, if anything. Um, again, they're in, like, they're in a, a little bit of a, a weird place in terms of, like, you don't necessarily know where you can expect them to crop up if they're going to crop up in somebody else's book. Um, but I am always excited to see them. Like, I, re I, re I really like the concept. Um, and I like, I like their whole look. So I support them. I support all teens. All teen superheroes. Um, Welcome to Capes and Japes, where we support all teens. Yes. 100%. Um, Even the evil teens. Especially the evil teens? Uh, who's to say? But yes. Um, did you have uh, anything else you wanted to say about Cloak and Dagger? Or anything else to discuss? No, I've, I've just been making myself a nice little audio nightmare over here that I'm going to have to edit <laughs> out later. My... <laughs> oh, my brain has not been behaving. Listen, we, it happens. Um, I also did not read, uh, any new comics. Um, there's some, uh, some fun stuff that's been announced. Um, DC announced, like, a new, uh, kind of mini imprint called we are legends that's uh launching in may that's um going to focus on a bunch of new uh asian uh and asian american characters um one called uh spirit world um which follows a uh i think non binary hero uh called uh, uh Xanthi um who looks very cool has a very cool vibe um uh one called the vigil that i think is mostly focusing on like south asian a team of south asian characters um and uh one called city boy um by greg pak um, which, uh, also looks cool. I don't know that much about it. All of these characters showed up in freaking Lazarus Planet, which I haven't read any of, any of, because I had no idea what was going on. Um, and they're also, they introduced a new, uh, trans guy character whose name is... Um, um, hold on. I have the link somewhere. Um, where's this guy? Circuit Breaker. Circuit Breaker is his superhero name and his, uh... And Breaking Circuits is his superhero game. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, his name is Jules Jourdain. Um, and he is a superhero who uses... The speed, the still force, which is the opposite of the speed force, um, <laughs> which, good, you Incredible. know, is, 
is 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 dumb, but it wasn't made up for this guy. So it's not it's not his fault that it's dumb. <laughs> I feel I feel I mean like something 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 about how you know all of these characters keep being like introduced during like events instead of just like being able to you know get their own spotlight but it is it's it's happening so we're working on it um but those were those were exciting things in the news i don't think i had anything else i wanted to talk about um no i don't think so if there is we'll figure it out we'll talk about it next time um but that is going to be it for us if you would like to see um keep up with us see when we post new episodes you can follow us on uh at capes and japes on twitter tumblr instagram facebook uh, you can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Uh, you can join our Discord server, which is how I find out about half these things happening in comics because I get, I'm not reading Lazarus Planet because I didn't understand what it was. Um, the um, We have a Patreon if you want to support us on there. You can uh, get bonus episodes, watch stuff with us, help us pick what we talk about. Um, if you don't want to do that, but you want to help us out in some other way, leaving a rating and review is very much appreciated. We will give you a shout out if you do that. Uh, telling a friend about the show, if you think they might want to hear. Um, and just uh, coming back and joining us. So thank you for being with us once again today on Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar, and as always, kiss me, sexy, other half to my coin. I <laughs> was gonna say something about light and dark, and I lost it. That, that's, that's fine. You know, it accomplished, it accomplished the purpose. <laughs>